There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, welcome back. Gloria Julia show for your hump my truck runner seven on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. As you probably have already noticed, the uh, little chair in the corner is unoccupied today. Julia is off in the wilds of somewhere. Up to right. So uh, Holly Roberts is really good for Julia today. Yeah, Julia is doing the replica of my Montana vacation that I had two weeks ago. Because how so? Going on a Wednesday, coming back on Monday, reporting back to work on Monday. Um, Going to the cabin with her sister, doing a day in Bozeman. You know, da da da. Oh, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so she's literally doing the doing the. Okay, I thought you just meant she was taking three no, days off and no, then no, having she's a long weekend. The exact same vacation that I. I oh my! Because goodness. I, I cannot go on vacation. With Julia and her sisters. You can't. I can't. You just have learned this from experience? I can't because <laughs> everyone wants me to be on their side. And oh, that little triangle oh, of sisters <laughs> that go way back to the beginning. Right. Oh, like way, way, way back, back to, to the, the beginning. beginning. Uh, this little, this sister doesn't want to be part of that isosceles triangle or whatever you call Look it. Look at you. Wow. wow. Isosceles no, geometry yeah. on your vacation. Anyway, so we just did, like, unless it's a big family reunion, it's just like, you know, uh, more fun for all. Yes. Plus, I'm married to Julia's brother, so then you throw in the big brother dynamic. It's too much family. I get it. Yeah, I it's totally too much. get it. And 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 there's something about five siblings too. There's really I have four and I you know, that one more really just adds the drama. Yeah. And then probably I can't even imagine what it's like to have six, seven, eight, nine. I d- that's something that I can't even fathom. I, I just I two? don't even know. Are you two? So I'm two and then I have two half sisters. Yeah. I don't see them that often, so it's very rare that we yeah. have that all four dynamic. Right. But if there was a fifth I don't know what the heck we would even do. I don't even know. It, it just it just really does. I mean, it's just a different... Anyway, so she's doing it, but um, she's like, she goes, as usual, you know, something always follows me. And I said, well, Mercury in retrograde is ending. It ends today. It ends today, but then we're going to start retro shade for five days, which I'll have to tell you about. Oh, yeah, boy. I know it. It's real, people. Oh, but there's a there's like a big fire west of Helena, so it's super smoky skies. So Julia brought that with her. <laughs> Hello, sister. I love you. Also, yeah. I think there's a blue moon that's happening, yes. which means that there's two 
moon situations so in the really, same month. Okay, so it's Donnie, actually a dark moon. Yeah, it's a dark, dark moon, moon yeah. which means two new moons in one month. Okay, yeah, so now moon. you're starting to lose people, but here's the deal. <laughs> well, I follow Julia. Yeah, Mercury <laughs> retrograde is ending tonight, <laughs> which it's mostly affected this summer Mercury retrograde, which is basically you just don't... There's major misunderstanding with communication, with travel mishaps, technology mishaps and also misunderstanding more communications like texts will be misread emails blah 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 so uh but the summer months really were affected so that gemini cancer leo and virgo so me donnie and julia so the whole show the whole whole show show. has been in mercury retrograde and i I did travel once and i did have a mishap there you know delayed i mean that I just have very good travel luck. And so, but it was like, okay, Mercury's in retrograde. I'm not even going to get upset about this. It's to be expected. You just let that one Don't go. send a text to anybody right now while you're getting stuck. But anyway, now the retro shade is going to happen between now and August 5th. So we're really not, Donnie, you and I in particular, because now it says the retro shade is real for Cancer and Leo. Oh. So. This we gotta. Here's what we gotta do. Okay. Because our signs are gonna add strong emotions and flair to all communications. Now we're on the radio, so we really gotta watch our p's and q's. Oh dear. Especially (laughs) how we express ourselves and make decisions. There will be drama, and it's in capital letters again. And this time it won't be pretty. And we have to be ready to put our pride and ego. uh, you know, first as a form of protection. I don't even know what this means. Don't we do this anyway? I was going to say, that yeah. sounds like an average Wednesday yeah, yeah, right. in the day yeah, of the program. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyway, retro shade, here it is. It's when Mercury is retracing its steps back to its place. Oh. <laughs> that means we're leaving <laughs> retrograde, retro shade, and then oh. you're fully oh, back so in the moment. Also, that's this retrograde is a time where you can review your contracts, you start making, don't make any big decisions. That's don't the thing. Sign right? Don't anything. sign anything. Right. Like maybe don't make big purchases, right. but you can plan them. Yes. And then, then moving forward, I say this having read some articles on the internet and talking like the expert about, that Mercury, I am Mercury. about Mercury retrograde. Well, I just wanted to say retro shade. It was kind of like the secret handshake that we talked about uh, yesterday between the sperm and the egg that they're studying. That is a whole nother thing. But Julia is like, why is that part of the study of Dad? And I said, I just love the idea of a secret handshake between sperm and egg. What do they do? Like the tail wiggles around and they do a little oh, high five smacking a, around or something? No, it's a whole it's a whole biological thing. Like, you know, it's kind of the way for the egg to say no to any of, you know, because out of all those millions of swimmers, not all of them are good. Right. So so then oh, they yeah. can sniff it out. It's well, like, Holly <laughs> was asking me, I don't ask me any questions. You'll I, have to listen to the replay yesterday at 530. We can go to the MyTalk 1071 app and download the podcast. Yeah. But what you're saying, what I know, it's like the beginning of the movie, Look Who's Talking, when all of the sperm are trying to oh, get try, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then the that, that's such a cute in. visual because you do see that like in a like in a movie a film maybe do they even show those in grade school anymore when you when they have the talk does that is that out of 
order? Is that I do guess. they not do that anymore? Bonnie hasn't been in grade school for quite some time. Well, neither have <laughs> I, and neither have you. But I know. Even longer. I'm just wondering. Do they separate the boys and girls in know. fifth grade and send them to two different rooms to watch a film about how babies are made? That's Probably. What I'm, that's Perhaps what I'm, you'd like to teach that class. No, but I'm just wondering. Like, has that been modernized, or is this still the old way? Of doing, we need a teacher to call you, Donnie. Oh, okay, yeah. a fifth or sixth grade teacher. Yes, how how is it taught? Because I mean, Holly is the youngest of us, yeah. and and she, even then, back then, did they do the? They would have the separate room. The only thing I really remember is that they separated the girls and the boys, and then the male and the female teachers. And now looking back at it, I feel for those female teachers because I think that they had to answer questions about maxi pads and tampons oh, to who a better? whole room of fifth graders. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but who it's better a, to answer it, I well, guess. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to go because we. Uh, <laughs> this next story is really it's dedicated for all the patient. You know, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Oh my gosh. Is it safe to go back in the water? We're going to need a bigger boat. Okay, so, you know, Shark Week is happening on the Discovery Channel. Is it that time of year? Oh, it started on Sunday night, Holly. Get it together. I, there is I some mean. good programming. Josh Dumel has the first made for TV Shark Week uh, 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 movie. You know, like a drama movie that's airing tomorrow night. He does. Yes, he does. I, I saw him on that. Entertainment Tonight. They were filming with Real Shark. I mean, it was an adventure filming this movie. So that's a Shark Week first. And then a Shark Week uh, first. Uh, at least I haven't seen this kind of an interview. Um, Willie Geist and Savannah Guthrie sat down with like, well, I don't know, Donnie, was there like five kids? Five uh, or six kids? Five, I believe. All of them. Of them have been bitten by sharks. Uh-huh. Now, I will say, I'm not trying to scare people. I mean, the chances of getting bit by a shark are like, you know, you literally have a better chance of winning the lottery. Yeah. But it's a fascinating, I love Shark Week. I I just, <laughs> it, it, it just, and I know that a lot of kids really like watching Shark Week, all the different shows that they have. So these kids sat down about all of their stories. So, Donnie, if, let's just kind of roll it because I know we've got, we hear from several of the kids, but yeah. they, some of them have participated in things. One of the kids was a recent shark bite. But oh, yeah, here we go. Ah. For some of you, I mean, this just happened this summer. Jonathan, I mean, right? It just about a month or two ago. Yeah, about How six weeks. Doing? I mean, getting I there. see, I see your scars still healing. Yeah, it's a slow process, but it's getting there. It gets better each day. Yeah. And you, you as well, Austin. Yeah. This is uh, just within the last over a month or so yes. ago. It was just this month. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's healing pretty good. I remember walking in now. I was even able to go back in the water. Just this week, I think it was this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we heard. You were already back in the water. Yeah. And where did you go back in the water? I went back to the spot where I got bit. The very same yes. spot. Now, why did you do that? It's like, I thought that was like the best way to, I guess, get closure. It's like, originally, I was going to go to a different beach to surf. But I thought that would have been cheating myself, kind of. Mm. And I thought it was like, I just wanted to like go like head on, like straight back to the spot. Yes. Where I could really just like take on like my fear of getting back in the water. Oh, that's, and that's really brave and, of him. Well, that's really? one of the, you know, the store, like they have, they run a mix of programming that has been seen before and then the new stuff. They do recreation. Are you On tell- Shark Week? Yeah. Have you never watched Discovery Channel Shark Week programming? 
I feel like I'm ashamed to admit no, that I haven't watched what? any Shark Week. No, okay, I'm just fascinated <laughs> by just, this. I, I mean, am I that out of it for not having watched? So. I, I mean, I watched part of Sharknado, which I know isn't part of Shark Week, but but yes, it's. I have it, watched shark related content before. Yeah. Love Jaws. Well, they do recreations sometimes of people's stories, oh. and they'll have cameras. Like uh, I like the one where like there there's a place off of South Africa or like the Farallon Islands. Or whatever, off of San Francisco. Remember, uh, we had the lady on. The, I think they're called the Farallon Islands. That are great white shark. Like they come to mate there, and there's also harbor seals, some uh, kind of seals. So, so they, they've got snacks. Snack. Yes, they've got you sex see and the snacks. footage. You see the footage. You know they'll have yeah. the the G, whatever you call it, the oceanography people out there getting that. So it's a mix of all this kind of storytelling all around the different kinds of sharks and it's educational and some of it is gory and some of it's real i personally love the recreation <laughs> what's so compelling about the recreation the, the drama the drama the of like how like here's another kids one of the other well, this kids is a, this is a, a woman she's a mother yes this tiffany Here okay now some of you haven't got back in the water because you're still healing and some i imagine tiffany it's it, it might be difficult to do that mm-hmm. Yeah, I have gone back in the water um, only because I'm trying to use wisdom. Um, I haven't had any issues with PTSD or depression, and I don't want to introduce something. Um, so I'm just trying to use God's wisdom in that. Be so. careful with yourself. Yeah, but this, and I have young ones, so it's Peter not just me. Just, no. and, and you lost your arm. You lost your right arm. I, I've read about your story. You have such an incredible perspective mm. of you. grace. What has it been like to go through this, to lose lose the function of your arm and have these little kids that you're trying to raise too? Well, I mean, it's not been easy. It's a, it's a new normal that I'm establishing, but so thankful that God has given me the peace and hope and strength in this as I, I wouldn't be able to do without him. So just being able to... Um, figure out what this looks like, you know, and being a mom of three, they don't let me rest, (laughs) which is good. I mean, I have to keep moving. So she was really, and she had a, you know, like a a prosthetic Prosthetic. arm, but Uh I mean, yeah, it was bitten below the elbow. Would tell me, would you go back in the water in, if you'd been bit by shark, you Holly, if there was a bite? Yes. If I lost a body part, probably not. I, I feel like there are degrees. Donnie. I probably I'd go with Holly on this. If, if, to, to get over that, like the first kid said, it was just a bite to get past that fear of oh. going back in the water. I'd probably do it. I wouldn't even let wet uh, no, sand I, I, be I, on I, my toe. You wouldn't even if, be at the beach. Even, I know I would go to the beach. <laughs> I would just go to bite. the beach. I would go to the beach. Well, one of these kids has a story about. Remember, I, I was like, oh yeah, well I'm, I'm, I'm in just like ankle. Deep or maybe knee-deep water. Oh, well, I don't know which is our next little oh, clip. Okay, Donnie. here we go. Lola, you were just laughing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
summer doing what a lot of us do. You were just standing out in the surf off Fire Island here in New York. What do you remember about that moment? Um, I remember at first I didn't feel anything until I actually saw it. And it was just like, whoa, because like, I didn't know what it was until I got out and I saw like everything that just happened. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you don't expect that until you actually see it and actually happen. And okay. so you didn't see a shark coming, you didn't see a fin, no. any of those things. I only saw it after it happened. What about you, Jonathan? Did you and have a similar like kind of out of nowhere experience? Same situation, never saw it coming, just got hit from behind. Just yep. felt the immense impact. Mm -hmm. You're no, an experienced no pain. boater. No pain. No pain. Oh, and um, what they, a lot yeah. of you said that. Yeah, no, yeah. no pain just at all. felt the impact. And what, yeah. is that because you're in shock or what have you been told about that? No idea. The <laughs> adrenaline's part of it. Yeah. 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 You just, you don't feel it because like it's so quick yeah. that after it happens is like, it, that's when it starts happening. Like that's when you start feeling it. Savannah's never watched Shark Week either because she was unfamiliar with the recreations where you do find out that a lot of these people who've been bit by sharks, they don't feel it. But how could you? It would be so fast. They, they don't, like, it doesn't hurt or anything like that. And, um, but, you know, you could, the Savannah's leaning in. She's, like, really wanting to know. And these kids are, I mean, you know, I don't know. I could not go back in the water. I really... I know there's the two school of thoughts, but like that lady who got her arm bit off, I mean, that is definitely more traumatic than if something comes up and just like, just last week in Gainesville, that hot surfer, the hot surfer, did you see him? I didn't. Okay, this hot surfer, and he got like, uh, his arm was just hanging over his surfboard, so the shark just like bit, so there was just like a bite mark around his elbow, and he got like 19 stitches. Yeah, you I know that would be, it would probably take a couple of therapy sessions to get the courage to go and back in the water. he's a surfer, and I think if these, I think when people surf, they kind of like, that's a... They well, know they might be mistaken for a seal, but they know the odds of it happening are really slim. And then they yeah. don't, they probably try not to go out and surf at dusk or dawn mm -hmm. or around jetties or rocks where, you know, fish are and it makes mm -hmm. attractive, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. place doing to get a snack if you're <laughs> a shark. Right, you're doing best practices. I mean, I was in a lake this weekend and I was all paranoid about the little fishes trying to eat the moles on my body because yeah. that's a thing. And yeah. I didn't even oh, realize Lord, I that. Speak to that. Holly, that <laughs> happened to me. I think this maybe, weekend? No, not this weekend. No. This happened years ago at Big Island. And I'm out there, you know, partying, just standing in the yeah. water, drinking my beer and peeing like everybody else and BSing. And all of a sudden I look down and there's like a perch or a guppy gnawing. I have a little mole on my stomach that looks like a worm. Oh, no. Gnawing on my mole. And I shot up out of the water. I didn't even need the ladder. I I didn't know. No. I didn't know I could move that fast. Ah. And then I got out and it was blood. Oh Lord. Dreaming down my belly. Yeah. Oh, I've been shaking. I love it when you go crazy. You take all my inhibitions. Baby, there's nothing holding me back. You take me places that tear up my reputation. Manipulate my decisions. Baby, there's nothing holding me back. hurt this morning why because they were multi multitasking um eyeballs eb's <laughs> last night between the bachelorette 
the Democratic debate. Oh, yeah. Uh, round two, stage f- four, or whatever <laughs> it is. And then Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I was like, <laughs> you know, just going. There's so much happening. So much There's happening. So much summer TV But I happening. have to say about The Bachelorette that, you know, I, I remember Julia. I mean, Julia barely ha- watches The Bachelorette. She's into more The Bachelor. The Bachelorette, she because it's always summer oh, programming. So she she yeah. doesn't want to make the commitment. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, but we were like, oh, we're going to take a break. You know, Marley's gone. We're not going to. Well, then it turns out Hannah, Hannah, the Bachelorette. This is she's been my favorite Bachelor Bachelorette ever. Really, favorite ever, bar none. So season why? fifteen, Hannah Brown, because like she. I guess what I liked about her is that she felt the most down to earth and that she also was very vulnerable about the stuff that she was insecure about. And she was normal about sex. I mean, you know, she let the hot pilot Peter, the guy she had the hot sweaty sex with in the windmill go. She didn't let the oxytocin. I mean, she did... I mean, she told the guy who, like, she had two days of bliss with this guy who she picked over dimpled Tyler, who, you know, she's single and told him she could go out for a drink with him because she did not end up, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. No, there, you, can't, you can't spoil anything anymore. The show is done. Yeah, it's, the bachelor, I mean, she was on Kimmel last night in GMA. And, exactly. Kimmel and his wife, they did pick Tyler. Tyler, the dog. Listen, that's a red flag, and I can say this from experience. When your family and friends hate the guy that you're with, well, hands down, it's a red flag. It is a red flag. You've got to listen to that. Yeah. You got to. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and it cost me some money and some time. Yeah. So, you know, from you experience, know, thank from you for experience. sharing. We appreciate that. But uh, anyway, here's a recap from Good Morning America about what happened. But Hannah Brown is just like, uh, I loved her. She did not. She was like producer proof in a way. Mm. That's how I, that was my read on it. So that's why you liked her so much, because she was just out there doing she, this. Yeah, she didn't feel like, I felt like Becca really towards, you know, that second season was being, you know, really directed uh-huh. and steered. Yeah, I And I'm that. jaded from watching that show Unreal, but Hannah, like, she was just like, I am a better woman now. And, you know, and she's like, I don't need a man to complete me. I, you know, she had a good sense on her head about she's well, real upfront that she kind of like was really had bad luck with a lot of guys that she often picked guys that because of her insecurity like that's a good hurdle to get over and it's a good one for people to see yeah instead of the fake romance that ends with an engagement and then yeah, and six never, months later there's yeah. the slow fade out yeah. and then the engagement and, and she ends. got real with him on the couch so here we go from Jimmy. bachelorette hannah b thought she found true love in greece but that moment taking a quick turn just weeks after returning home. It lasted two days. He understands the depth of how much this hurts me. Hannah wasting no time in confronting Jet about his cheating. Oh, you said you loved her on a phone call and a text the day of this. Where his apology was too late. And on last night's live special after the final rose, Hannah's heart was unchanged. It's really sad when. You have to circle things in an article 
and send them to your fiance the engagement's over we're not together it's just that's not what i said yes to Good for her. Yeah, and you know, he's sitting there on the couch. Uh, this was when uh, this was taped. You know, we saw this on the show when yeah. she's... And I guess the one thing that's produced is that, well, some, and maybe when you're in that two-month hiatus um, between when filming is over and when the finale airs, but she had literally two days of bliss before that People magazine article whether i don't know if it got smuggled i don't know if you're in lockdown anymore after you're not filming i don't think you are i think you get your phone back and all of this and there's a story and people about this tyler had this girl that he'd been dating for quite a while and he told her hey i'm just going to go on this show for my musical career a lot of guys have done it i love you took her out to dinner Mm -hmm. anyway hannah's making a okay so you took her out to dinner the night before you flew to la oh and you slept with her and she had a note from you about uh you know i love you this is going to be great experience for me you know blah blah i mean well it's like you're at the end of being hustled and that doesn't feel good at all it's like by two a two-pronged hustle because yeah the other the the girlfriend is in on it just as much as the guy because she approached people magazine exactly and she had the receipts Mm mm-hmm which, thank goodness she did, because she saved Hannah B. Yeah. So Hannah's sitting on this couch, and we find out just today um, that when they filmed that, and it was really sad when she said goodbye to Tyler. He's so cute with his dimples. Everybody wants f- them to be together. I was going to say, well, yeah, and I feel like he might be the next oh, Bachelor. No, I don't, no, I don't, I don't think I, so. I don't know. He wrote something really sweet on Insta or, or maybe to her parents about what a great woman she was and that he's just, you know, anyway, he's a classy guy and he came out and after the rose and she said, Oh, I'm single. And, you know, maybe we could go get a drink. But anyway, when she's sitting down and confronting Tyler, her, and she gets, has this beautiful ring. Okay. You yeah. can, you're in Crete. You can see how the oxytocin, the love hormone Romance, is going. And for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tyler, you know, she had two days of bliss and then, because the filming is wrapped, they give you back your phone, whatever. Right, yeah. Maybe a producer gave her that People magazine, whatever. So they film this sitting on the couch, and she's asking him one question after another. Good questions. And he's just poking his eyes. He's closing his eyes and pushing his eyeballs in as he's lying, which is like one of the biggest lying tells ever. Pushing them in. Well, you know how yeah. like he can't bear to look at you, but that's how big the lie is. Yeah. Like people will avert their eyes when they're lying. They can't look at you. But when they press their eyes, okay. their hands into their eyes, that's how big. That's why you see a lot of little kids will lie and they like rub their eyes ah, when they're lying okay. to you because they literally oh, can't the handle the shame, the shame so he's about lying. it she yeah. knows he's lying and she and then she just takes off the ring and that's where she said you know i took this ring and i thought we had a whole different thing and it's not this and so she literally had two days so she's had to know all this time mm-hmm. And she couldn't have contact with anybody and probably been tortured about the fact she said goodbye to hot Peter, the pilot, the windmill sex guy and uh, uh, dimples. And it's like I could have gotten to know these guys better, but instead I 
this is happening. I'm getting uh, eyeballs yeah, pushed yeah. to the back of the skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so she chose Jed. That's who she was with and said Jed, goodbye yeah. to Tyler, who was the fan favorite. Okay. And his claim to fame is he sold the dog food jingle and he thought he was going to Hollywood <laughs> oh, to sell more hard. jingles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So oh. that 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 was happening. Uh, my takeaway from the Democratic debate was that every single state in the union, except for Montana, the number one Google search was Marianne Williamson. Yeah, she got <laughs> a lot state. of the attention. Yeah, yeah. Last so night. that was, that was a reality show in and of uh, itself. And then the Real yeah. Housewives of Beverly Hills. Part three, the reunion. I completely agree with this writer. I think it's at Jezebel or Reality T. Dear, dearly beloved trash consumers, we are gathered here today to witness the end of a very odd season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, because this was the most boring season about an incident that didn't ever really matter. Well, this was about the dog, the right? Dog. The dog. I but even know that this is BS with the they, dog. They have, at the reunion part three, they were still rehashing a storyline that we saw at the beginning of the season, still talking about it. And the only definitive fact we know out of these whole 21 weeks is that Dorit took a dog to a kill shelter Something that still continues to be framed as a terrible thing that happened to Dorit. That's Lisa Vanderpump's fault. I just... And none of the facts matter. And it's been so, so dumb because all these ladies, for once, I believe they all like each other. Mm -hmm. But they had to trash Lisa Vanderpump and it continued all the way through part three of the reunion. Uh, What do you... how do you think that they're going to recover they need from to, this trash drama from this season? Well, keep Denise Richards. Yes. Um, Camille, don't give her whatever the, a diamond. She Don't give Camille grammar, even though she's, a, there's, she's having too much is going on. She's got a glassy eyed look in her eye. Camille? I, yeah. I, I think she can be a little friend of a friend, but don't give her, if she was angling for the diamond, don't, don't give, give it, it to her. her. Unless there's some compelling reason we need to see the rebuild of the mansion in Malibu. Then, well, do you think there could be some Malibu adjacent drama happening? It would be just for the interior design thing. So I don't have one feeling about that or another. Okay. Okay. But I think they are going to need to um, tell Erica, uh, you know, give us more. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get rid of Teddy. Yep. Please hire Nicola Sheridan. <laughs> oh, now that would be yeah, but would she a good do ad. I, I don't feel like it would be know. on the fence. If they that. offered her enough money, she really? would. But she does have a mom, you know, because Dynasty is coming back. The yeah. CW. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> is taking care of her mom or something? Her mom has cancer mm-hmm. and she left Dynasty. And they did such a brilliant thing on how they wrote her out of that show. Because she didn't die, but her son pushed her face in the fireplace. Oh, my 
This is a soap <laughs> opera. <laughs> well, obviously. Right? Well, what they're saying. The yes, okay. yes. So <laughs> she could come back like Phantom of the Opera style and have like, uh, you know, <laughs> you a know, half a mask and on. And she came back and it was Elizabeth Gillies who plays her daughter on Dynasty. Fallon. Yeah. Plays her daughter. It was her kind of stretched to look older playing Nicola Sheridan and everyone was freaking out because she looked so much like Fallon, including Fallon, who was mad at her mom. Is oh brilliant. High drama. Well brilliant C W <laughs> brilliant soap soapiness. But oh. if they paid her enough and if they could it wouldn't probably be the kind of a commitment that like a twenty one week series Right, right. If, the if reality was, show hours, I, I don't think, add up to like what a TV show. I don't. Although think Nicolette so. is, you know, she's an actress, but Denise Richards has gone to Beverly Hills. And Lisa Rinna was an actress, That's and the, they the, both they, still are. Yeah, but the Lisa Rinna will Lisa Rinna have to be gone for Nicolette Sheridan to come in because, of course. Nicolette used to be married to Harry oh, Hamlin. That's well, that's true, why yeah. she needs to be on the show. Yeah. Anyway, that is why. Awkward, yeah. Anyway, right. so uh, it's a, that that whole season. They just Bravo needs to just write that off. Even the couple of trips we went on to, even the fact that the even Chateau, going to France. the Chateau in France is where Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. We did see it. That, that doesn't make up for Lucy Lucy Appleboosy. <laughs> No. Whatever it's called. All right, listen, we got to go. We got to talk skincare. We're talking with uh, our buddy Brian at Paula's Trace when we come back. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place? Walk me home in the day tonight. I can't be alone with all that's on my mind. So say you'll stay with me. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. I am delighted uh, to welcome Brian Barron to the program. Yes. He is with uh, Paula's Choice and Beautypedia. And you're, of course, uh, you know, I call you a guru, but you probably have a fancier name than that, like Director <laughs> of Skincare Research, Brian. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's it. Yes, but I'll say, I'll say guru. Just, you know, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, need to, no need to go to a church. Oh, no, you're so funny. Okay, so Brian, uh, oh man, I do love, I don't know if it's Avino who's running the ads, but somebody is running television ads that show sort of the sun damage. I mean, I think it's a very good visual of like from not wearing sunscreen, the damage that people have. I can't think of who is doing it, but people really don't realize what they're doing to their skin by not wearing sunscreen, do they? I think this is going to be a terrific thing for selling skin, you know, getting more people doing a uh, buying lotions yes. in this mm-hmm. series of ads. It's, 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 it is really, really shocking to, to see the what, cause what, what it is that a lot of people get into the habit of thinking, particularly in, I mean, I'm in Michigan, you're in Minnesota, mm-hmm. we don't have a sunny climate year round. Right. And so it's easy to think of sunscreen and sun protection as only being for when you're out in the lake and on vacation. It needs to be a year round commitment because what a lot of these people see in the before and afters is the effect of that cumulative damage. The skin has a long memory. <laughs> and sun, unprotected sun exposure actually causes DNA mutations that build up over time and eventually leads to skin not being able to produce 
healthier cells anymore. Right. Yeah. That's why we get a mottled skin tone, and that's why we start getting some uh, some slackening. I mean, sun damage contributes significantly to skin sagging as we get older. It's not the only thing, but it's a big one. Right, mm-hmm. it is. And then also, you know, like I... I I'm surprised at the number of like people that are in their 40s that are getting little skin cancer things removed from their face. You know, it is it still still seems to be it doesn't matter what your age is. Somehow when you're younger, you're very dismissive of using sunscreen (laughs) once you get out of the hands of your parents. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my four-year-old struggles with it every morning, but we, we slather him up and now he's getting more used to it. Yeah. Yep. You know, he reminds us, which is great. I'm hoping to foster a lifelong habit. Yeah. Because if everybody started doing it sooner, we would have far fewer issues with our skin down the road. Okay. Yeah. So give us like, um, what, like if you've got really dry skin, what, what's a good facial sunscreen that you like? So there, there's one that I like for dry and sensitive skin. You know, if you have both of those mm-hmm. issues, it's from the brand Drunk Elephant. I love that name. You can name. find them at Sephora. Okay. Um, it is a pure mineral sunscreen called Umbra, Sheer Physical Defense SPF 30. Uh, it's very creamy. It's got some nice non-fragrant plant oils in there. So it's that nice combination of the moisture that dry skin needs and the sun protection that everybody needs. And because it's pure mineral, it's super gentle. You can even use it around your eyes. So is this something that you would put on even before your moisturizer? Could you, so you wear this on a daily basis? How do we, how do we we layer? (laughs) So it's a, it's a common, it's a common misconception that facial sunscreens don't moisturize. Most of them, if they are in a cream or lotion base, will moisturize they, the, the better ones for the face, like the Drunk Elephant. There's a ton of other ones you can read about on Beautypedia. Mm-hmm. But they, they're formulated to give dry skin the hydration and the replenishing ingredients it needs, along with sun protection. So the only reason you would need to put two on would be if you have really dry skin, maybe in the dead of winter when there's no humidity. Uh, and then the order of application, sunscreen should be the last skincare product you apply. Uh, you don't want to put any other skincare product on top of it because it could, actually not could, it will dilute its effectiveness. To what degree, we don't know. Huh. All right. That's good. Right. That's yeah. good to know. Okay, so drunk, how about if you've got oily skin or you, you've you got, uh, you know, zits? <laughs> so this skin type and if breakouts are part of it, that can be the trickiest to find a sunscreen that works. And it's Sometimes you'll read people with acne-prone skin saying, I don't need sun protection, and, and, and you do. You do. Sun yeah. protection inflames, or sun exposure inflames skin. Acne is an inflammatory disorder. A tan does not make acne better. You okay. cannot dry up acne with a tan. Okay. So that's one thing. But uh, La Roche-Posay has a product called Anthelios Clear Skin Dry Touch Sunscreen. It has SPF 60. It's about $20, but it's a larger tube, and it contains a high amount of an ingredient called silica, which is brilliant for absorbing excess oil and keeping oily skin matte. So we test a lot of sunscreens. This is a, an office favorite of our staff that have a really oily skin, the kind that just, you know, your makeup is sliding off before lunch. Right. Where do you get La Roche-Posay? Can you get that at the drugstore? Some drugstores do sell it. Um, I've seen it in some Walgreens stores. Yeah, okay. I probably start my search online. Okay. Just to see. Um, 
I believe skin store and derm store.com sell, sell that brand or one, one of the two, but if you just Google it and we'll, I know you guys put, are good about putting the list. Yeah. Donnie will put, he will put the list up for people. Cause I yeah. will say this yeah. about makeup and skincare and hair care. They sure do love to give products, big, long convoluted names that nobody can remember. <laughs> So we'll remember for I mean, don't you. you think right. that, why is that, Brian? Oh, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons. I think, I think that part of it is differentiation. Part of it is trying to get that extra benefit in the name. Okay. Um, I, I only, I only really scratch my head when all the extra names don't really tell the consumer anything about the product. Like yeah. they're just made up words. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I guess this one, La Roche-Posay, what's Anthelios? Is that the silica? No, and Anthelios is just a brand name that they came up with. It oh. has nothing to do with sun care okay. as far as I know. <laughs> okay, so clear skin, know, it's, it's dry, weird. dry touch, sunscreen, broad spectrum, SPF 60. That's a lot of words. It is a lot no, of words, yeah. but you're saying that and, one makes sense because the clear skin is a hint towards acne prone? Is that like a... Yeah, and then dry, dry touch is something that tells you, oh, this isn't going to feel greasy and okay. thick and occlusive on yeah. my skin. All right. That one makes sense then. Yeah. What about people yeah. with sensitive skin and wanting to wear some facial sunscreen? What should people go for? Generally, you want to go for a pure mineral sunscreen, which means your active ingredients are going to be titanium dioxide and or zinc oxide. Some, some, sometimes you'll find zinc oxide all by itself, but sometimes you'll find it as a blend. Yeah. We use the blend um, for Paula's Choice. We have a product called Defense Essential Glow SPF 30. Oh, I, this stuff is, is the best. I love this stuff. It's super soothing. It's loaded with antioxidants. Um, you know, Paula's Choice being one of those brands that doesn't just stop with sun protection. We're giving you a lot of other anti-aging and reparative ingredients as well. So that is um that's become a runaway favorite as well and it's it, again it's perfect for sensitive skin because not only with the mineral sunscreen active but you're also getting a nice amount of soothing plant extracts to further reduce the irritation All from right. the environment what brian well, wonderful thank it was you brian too, too short a time but i know you're recommending the banana boat simply protect baby sunscreen for kids and neutrogena beach